How's it, Internet? And welcome to Two Guys in SharePoint. The only, only, one and only, because there aren't any others, SharePoint show in South Africa, where everything is and will never, ever be made up. And there are no, uh, no points. There's no gamification. We don't give you a naughty badge. You like channeling William Shatner there, bro. Uh, was it was it William Shatner? Um, next next week I'll ch- I'll I'll um, channel. He's the one who talks like. Oh, uh, I this. thought that was Christopher Walken. You do know. And no, wa- Walken's different. Walken's more like. You know, I need uh, more cowbell. <laughs> That's my phone. Have we ever been interrupted by my phone ringing? So professional. That's what my phone sounds like when it rings. That's my phone. You're not being invaded by aliens. Uh, Not right away. Not right away. That would be good for you, though, because you'd have a great story to tell um, your little one. Damn straight. Yeah. Nice. So, um, we don't have a guest this week. No, I decided I decided to make an executive decision as co-host. Um, my, my one and only time. I get once a year, I get to make a decision as if I was the host of Two Guys in Chipotle. You're using it early, eh? <laughs> I'm getting it out the way. So I decided that we should, our first episode of, our first proper episode of 2019 will be just you and me. And strangely enough, as it turns out, the news for this type of show, is ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, and more ridiculous. Yes, there's some, like, really crazy stuff happening. So let's get straight into... In the news. Fantastic. First up, we've got a couple conferences to talk about. We do? We do? We do, we do. As you guys are hearing this, it's probably Tuesday, which means the Ignite Tour Johannesburg is finished. Um, it was yesterday and today, assuming this goes up on Tuesday. <laughs> that is, yeah, assuming that it goes up on Tuesday. So I hope you guys uh, went and, and saw it and checked it out. It should be really awesome. You're speaking, hey, El? Uh, just a few sessions, just a few. I have six. Um, yeah, just, just a couple. Just a couple. They wouldn't give me any more. I asked. I asked and they said no. But yes, I, I do have six. I've got uh, two 15-minute uh, theater sessions. So come along. I talk about understanding teams without understanding information architecture. That's the one. Uh, I'm also doing a top five tips for migrating to SharePoint 2019. That's my, my theater sessions. And then I've got a panel with uh, diversity and inclusion uh, people. To you know, because we're the Rainbow Nation, I think it's good that that we practice diversity and inclusion, especially at this point of our journey to a democracy in South Africa. I then have a panel session that I'm moderating about the impact of cloud on traditional IT. I'm really excited about this, is to talk about how people can change. Um, not only consultants, but how businesses can change, and also how support staff in these businesses can change from a traditional IT, think Windows Server or a server application that you get deployed to a services economy where everything in the cloud is services that you consume. 
I'm very, very, very stoked about that. Then I've got uh, two big breakouts, one around eDiscovery. Uh, so, and it's very cool. I'm actually launching some new stuff on behalf of Microsoft that I can't talk about on the show, but I will be able to talk about during my session. So I'm excited about that. And then I'm, I'm doing a session with Warren DeToy on a compliance manager and also on zero standing access, which is like least privilege. Cool. Zero standing access. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's zero standing access. It's it's least privilege. It's got to do yeah. with uh, with pim and pam, privilege identity management and privilege access management. I think that's the pam one. I can never get the pam one right, but it's very cool. It's around what it's around information protection. The largest. So if you look at uh, Microsoft information protection, the roll up into that Azure IP being one of them. Um, being able to do sensitivity labeling in Office 365, data loss prevention, it all forms part of um, Azure ATP, Windows Defender ATP, all of that make up this mammoth product set that Microsoft calls Microsoft Information Protection. And I've been spending a lot of time in the information protection space over the last probably about 18 months, uh, working with organizations in the U.S. on NIST, from a, from a compliance perspective, so how do you lock down information and not only content, but also securing stuff. And also I've spent a lot of time doing stuff around unified labeling from Azure Information Protection, which SharePoint people should know about, but they don't, which is the old rights management services. Okay, cool. And for those who wanted to know what I do, because last week you heard what Rod does, now you know what I do. Rad. And keeping on the theme of rad, the mailers have gone out and you can search for it on Google. SharePoint Saturday 2019. Are you excited, Rod? Well, hold on, hold on. Let's take a moment. Let's take a moment. And Roderick Modlin was rated the top speaker for SharePoint Saturday Johannesburg in 2017. Let's just put it out there. Just going to let it into the universe. I, that was a really cool topic. It was super nerdy. You did game theory, right? Like, well, no. Game theory is its own specific thing. Like, that's a philosophical construct. I did um, a series on things game design can teach us about. Uh, game theory, game design. design, same shit. No, it's really not. Game, game theory is about uh, when you should betray your buddy when you're being interrogated by the cops. Uh, that's game theory. Zero-sum <sighs> game. It, I needed, I needed the violin. I needed the violin. Yeah. Like, that. that's that's my philosophy nerd coming out. It was the other side of my nerddom coming out there. And yeah, it was super cool, and the, the guys were really, really into that talk, and it was lots and lots of fun. Um, need to come up with something cool for this year, too. I'm so, uh, yeah, SharePoint Saturday South Africa, it's always been high up on the food chain for us. Last year was a tricky year. Uh, besides all the travels that that the committee embarked on for most of, of 2018, there was also the imminent launch of the data center, which didn't happen. And uh, there was a lot of conversations around when would be the best time to do SharePoint Saturday. We always wanted to move SharePoint Saturday to the beginning of the year. Um, I think we only ever had SharePoint Saturday like in March in 2009. And then after that, it is always at the end of the year. Yeah, it was around just, it used to, November, October time. Yeah, it always used to be September, October. 
And then obviously SQL Saturday grabbed uh, September month and we moved everything to October. On the back of Ignite, it's always been difficult to have SharePoint at the end of the year. Also from a sponsorship perspective, so there's a lot of reasons why we moved it to April, uh, being the, the, the best weather for South Africa, also being the best time from a release perspective, because we don't wait for all the other conferences to release new things in SharePoint. We don't have that problem. Um, so we're very excited about doing SharePoint Saturday in April. And if you want that, the 6th of April is SharePoint Saturday in Johannesburg, the 13th is Cape Town, and the 11th of May is Durban. So head over to sbsevents.org and you'll be able to select your city. And for those who want to register for the event, they can do it. For those that want to speak at the event, please submit your sessions. We're very excited to have you there. And also this year, we're doing a road trip like we do every year. And we're driving from Johannesburg to East London, from East London to Port Elizabeth, and from Port Elizabeth to Cape Town. And, and we, we might, we might, um, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but um, we might be making a movie about the trip. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm super amped and stoked. We'll see what what all the costs look like, but yes. Um, and that's the first and the last time I talk about it. Yeah, it's really going to be a blast. So go save those dates in your calendars, everybody. Go to spsevents.org and check it out. Go register. If you've got something to say, put in a session. It is going to be super sweet. All right, moving on. What else do you have, Mr. Mopin? Okay, so there is a bunch of news recently. I will run through this stuff pretty quickly because we've got some really exciting news that uh, Elle's going to tell us about. So very quickly, um, in the Power Apps Admin Center, which apparently Microsoft are now calling the Power Platform Admin Center. Yeah. <laughs> which is, I, I don't know when that change happened. No, I'm, just... glad, I'm glad that they're, they're calling it the Power Platform because I was tired of people telling me that the future of Power Apps and Flow is in CRM. Well, it's in the common data service. And speaking of the common data service, they're bringing a bunch of features from the common data service into Canvas apps. So that's the sort of original uh, Power Apps that we, me, uh, are used to. So if you're using a CDS data set, you can now turn on uh, the experimental connector to the common data service and you get a bunch of stuff. So you get one-to-many relationships, you get many-to-many relationships, you get improved uh, option sets, you get aggregate delegation, which is really cool because it'll take a lot of the load off uh, your app itself and all this stuff, and a lot of the features from the Common Data Service apps will be coming, it looks like, through the Canvas apps. So that's really, really cool. But as I was saying before I got off on that tangent, in the Power Platform Admin Center, there is now a link to the on-prem data gateway management. So you can go there and have a look at all of the on-prem data gateways that you have set up, see exactly what's there and do a little bit of admin. So add so administrators are, and remove them. Are you saying that there's a Power Apps admin center in Office 365? There's a Power Platform admin center. Really? Yes. If you're an admin and you go to Power Apps, you get a bunch of admin stuff. Okay, so if you go to yeah. Power Apps. Power Apps or Microsoft.com, yeah. 
Okay, so not in the Office 365 or the Microsoft 365 Admin Center. It's not an Admin Center at the bottom where you find your SharePoint and all of those other things. Hold on, there's a Power Apps Admin Center there. Oh, when did no, that no, there there? Is. Yeah, it's admin.powerplatform.microsoft.com. So it is in So a, hold on, I've never seen a Power Apps, um, unless I've never looked. There's a Power Apps, there's a Power Apps Admin Center. Yes, admin.powerplatform.microsoft.com will get you there. So if I go to admin. If I click on the Power Apps Admin Center, it takes me to admin.powerapps.com. Okay. Doesn't take me to admin.powerplay, power, power something, power, power what? Pla- power platform. Power platform. Yeah, you you do need administrate. You do need the administrative role to get it. So what do I have to type? Admin. Dot power platform. Power. Uh, and this is happening in real time, people, just to prove that Rod is not talking shit. Yeah, power platform uh, dot Microsoft dot com. Dot com. Scintillating Jeez. radio. It is, it is. Ooh, 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 loading, 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 lo- logging, loading, loading, lo- Yeah, it is in uh, preview. Okay, all right, okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. So there is a okay. bunch of stuff there. So the data gateway has always been around. Um, and yes. it's actually quite funny because everyone thinks that it's quite a mission to deploy it. No, you click next, next, next. Yeah. Thank you. It's actually and then you really do, easy. Yeah. And once that's done, you actually, what you do is you configure your data gateway and then you create your connections. Yeah. How do I know that modeling? C, C. And the interface is the same for PowerApps and Flow. It's the same data gateway that you're using and the same connections that you create in the now power platform or in if you go to the power apps admin center that is surfaced in both power apps and flow yep it, it is cool so yeah and it just it's nice to have one place where you can see all the different stuff that you've put together and all the clusters and stuff and change the administrators because a lot of the work that you're doing in power apps and flow often will deal with on-premise data so it's nice to be able to admin that all in one place well <laughs> I would like to see that tab in the admin center. Excuse me, the admin center's tab. Yeah, just straight straight to it. It's like everything else. Can they please just move it there already? I mean, if they moved everything there, it would be very busy. They've got to break it out. They've got to break out some No, stuff. that's bullshit. I just disagree with you completely. I replace your reality with my own. It's like misquote, but fine. Well, then quote it, Modlin, seeing as you know all of these things. That quote is from one of my favorite people, Adam Savage. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Substitute it with my own. Sure. Um, so then I have one more piece of Power Apps news. Power Apps events are now discovery in are now discoverable in the <sighs> security and compliance center. Pot, pot kettle. You just, you just did exactly what I did. Yeah, but I get to cut it out. Oh, yes. All right. Power apps, events now, discoverable. Yeah, which is really important, right? If you're using Power Apps as a front end into any of your data, it's a good idea to be able to see who's accessing that and if you're writing back who's doing that and all of that. And you can now, those events will now trigger the security compliance features in the security, 0365 Security and Compliance Center. So when you look good. at e- e-discovery, um, it, it's, 
Between e-discovery, so under e-discovery, there's the audit logs, which I think is what you're referring to from an event perspective. Probably. And then you've got a content search. So there's a plethora of items, um, options from a filtering perspective, and it confuses the mere mortals of the world. So be very clear on when you're actually doing a content search or you're creating a case for litigation hold and you want to filter based on events and also on content or audit trails when it comes to those things. Um, it's, it's so exhaustively granular um, that it excites someone like me and one of my, in my uh, DLP um, e-discovery session that I'm doing uh, at Ignite, we actually cover quite quite a bit of that. And people might get bored, but I'm very excited about it. Sweet. Um, and then moving on from Power Apps, I will start with a little piece of SharePoint news. In out-of-the-box SharePoint modern pages, you can now turn on page approvals and it creates a flow for you, an out-of-the-box flow that will automate the page approvals for you. So that's really handy if you have an active intranet using modern sites and modern pages. You can now turn this on and have an out-of-the-box approval mechanism for those pages, which is really cool. And then you can go in and edit the flow uh, afterwards. There are like some limitations. So you do need minor and major versioning, of course. And if the page that you want to send for approval is checked out to somebody else, it's not going to work at all. Um, and apparently people in the UK are currently having some issues with flow. So it's not grafting too well for them at the moment. But besides that, that's a really cool little thing and will be very handy. I know in a bunch of the implementations I've done recently. You know what happens? I start, uh, I go into anaphylactic shock when you carry on about flow for more than 23 seconds. It's a, it's a SharePoint modern page approval. Like the mechanism doesn't matter. You can now do this, which that's like a mission before. That's exactly that. You can, have, you can have a Model T in any color as long as it's black. In your case, all roads lead to flow. Yes, well, it's awesome. I, I apologize for being awesome. That That is my bit of the news. So you've also got some really awesome stuff to tell us about. Today is official and I declare it right now. And today was Thursday last week for those that are listening to us on a Tuesday. Is officially SharePoint Modern Everything Day. Modern Everything. Modern Everything. The host of announcements was actually posted by Chris McNulty yesterday. Uh, Mark Cashman tweeted it. Jeff Tipper retweeted it. And then I got excited by it. And I want to take everyone through it because it's the, the name of the show is Two Guys and SharePoint. And I apologize to the listeners because all we focused on or all Rod's been focusing on is Power Apps and Flow and some PowerShell mumbo jumbo. So I am bringing it back to the reason why we are here, and that's SharePoint. So, in yesterday's announcements by Chris McNulty, uh, you can actually head over to techcommunity.microsoft.com, go to the SharePoint space, and then go have a look at the SharePoint community blog, and you'll find it there. And the list is amazing. Drum roll, please. These things are being rolled out in February 2019. We've got a bulk check-in an art function. No, nothing from your side? That, I'm, in, I'm in shock. That's awesome. So you remember you could do bulk edits, right, for metadata? Yes. 
Okay, now you'll be able to check in and check out multiple files at the same time. That's, that is very cool. That is very, yeah. very cool. Uh, something else that's coming in Feb is uh, singles or signals, not singles or shingles. S- singles. Sing- singles in your area. <laughs> that, that would be the hilarious. So signals is coming. Uh, and it's, uh, they're adding some new icons to file names and people will probably start seeing it. What interests me, right, is that they've got a malware signal. Okay. Why would they even let malware in and then remove it and then tell you about it? Because that's what it is. I, I don't know. Why would they do that? I honestly don't know. But some new icons that are coming next to document types. You know, you see the icon, it says PDF yeah. and all of those things. You're going to have some malware, some personal checkouts, which is always good, where it differentiates between documents that you've checked out and documents that have been checked out by someone else. Missing metadata, which is a great one. Um, I'm super excited about that. Yeah, some DLP cool. stuff, uh, some trending, and one or two other things. So, so that's very cool. Uh, I'm super excited. And they'll be adding a whole bunch more uh, what they call visual indicators to SharePoint libraries. Very, 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 very sexy. Yeah, that, that is very, very cool. Like that's, that, that's sort of important to be able to just see at a glance what this is, what actions need to happen, all of that. That makes it much more user-friendly for sure. Okay, next up, there's a whole bunch of stuff around column turtles. So, you know, you could do averages, calculated fields, and all of those things. Um, yeah. There's more features around that. So, remember, we, we saw that the calculated columns come through. Like in the old days, you had to go get some weird – there was a page. Remember in, in SharePoint 2010, you could do calculated columns. And then you could yeah. highlight it. So, you could have a rag status, and then you could open it up with SharePoint Designer and wah, 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 waffle, waffle, fudge cake. Yeah. So, you've I got mean, that you, native- you can do that. You can do all that rag status now with uh- – the. Conditional formatting. Yeah. Um, and that's all part of it, so it's quite neat. Next up, we've got some stuff called sticky headers. Sticky headers. That sounds yeah. interesting. So what you can do is, yeah, so you'll be able to, and it's mainly for large libraries. Our friend from um, Saskatchewan that's been, she was on our show at Ignite, Joanna Klein. Yeah. Um, is spending time with gazillions of documents in one of a project. So I think she's going to be very excited about that. So according to them, you can now have sticky headers for these columns. So you create a sticky header for a column so you can scroll. It's pinned at the top of the scrolling window, and now you can move horizontally and vertically through the view. Um, so definitely go check it out at uh, on text, uh, Tech Community. Um, and you can also add columns between columns. I don't know what that means. Add columns between columns. That's what it says. Okay. Add columns in between columns. Anyhow, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, so you, like when you've got a thing open, when you're adding new columns to a list, it always puts it at the end, and then you have to go back and change the view? No, you I know guess. like your hide columns in Excel, it's that. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Interesting. Column drag, column drag and drop. So what you just asked for now? Yeah. That. You can just move it around in there. Yeah. So from a view perspective, if you're looking at columns and you created the last one and you want to move it to the, to the first column, you can do that now. It's quite neat. Yeah, it sounds cool. Dude, this one, this one is, is um, this 
this I feel like like James May now, where he gets a fizz in his nibbly bits or something from Top Gear. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's fizz, fizz something. Yeah. Anyhow, document sets, mate. Document sets. Okay. They there? Please, I just cracked a salty. It's so going to be available in the modern are, experience. How are those? Do, do we do we have any idea how those are actually working? What, so document sets have been there, right, for the classic experience. They now bring it into the modern experience. Okay, and it'll work and in you, the exact same way. Well, you know the info panel that I call it the info panel. I don't know what to call it. Yeah, um, I, a, it I pops what, out on I the right hand side. Yeah. Doom, you know, totally. it slides out. So they they're using that for document sets now. Okay, that might be a better way to do it. Oh, I'm so excited! With I've got a document sets has traditionally been quite. Quite a challenge. Oh, it, it, like they like yeah, referencing yeah. them and stuff and updating their metadata and then like the documents don't actually have the metadata, only the set does and like just Well no, that's shit. just because you don't know how to configure it, which is yeah, been an maybe. abomination. I actually built a, a solution years ago using document sets. So I have uh, intimate knowledge about document sets. And I love the logical grouping. And I've got a customer currently that's got you, you uh, I'll show you the file structure. It's it's for for the document management practitioners out there. This is one where where you look at it and you draw. Is it is it and real good? I'm, it's real, real good. That's awesome. And I'm going to move it into document sets because we're migrating them to SharePoint Online. So this is just perfect timing, perfect timing. So so that's that's very exciting. I'm so glad that. Modern is starting to really come to the fore, where there is no compelling reason to remain in classic mode. Yeah, absolutely not. Like the the modern experience is it, it's better. It's better, people. There there might still be a couple things you have to work around, but yeah, you can work around it. Hey, it, it's worth it. So much better. All right, is is that it for the news, Mister Modlin? I don't know if there's anything else. Um, some non SharePoint related stuff. They're killed of Cortana devices. Yeah. They've also, it was a couple of weeks ago now, I think. We didn't talk about it last week, but Microsoft got up on stage and said, okay, people, it's time to buy an iPhone or an Android phone. Yeah, Windows 10 mobile is officially on its way out. Yeah, it's all dead. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I've had an Android phone forever now. I, we, I think we saw the writing on the wall a long time ago, and I think we talked about it even. But yeah, that's a thing. And apparently in the new builds of Windows 10, they've split out the search in Windows 10. So you can now search without bringing Cortana into it. So you get a, a search bar that's for search. It'll search your machine. And then next to it, you get the Cortana bar. Well, you can either switch Cortana on or off. So yeah. that little magnifier is either going to be Cortana or not be a Cortana. No, but in, in at least some of the new snapshots that are coming out, you have the two side by side. Yeah, you can you can have both. I've actually seen it on my Surface Go and my kids' Surface Goes, um, and it was all very perplexing because Cortana's bar in the taskbar is actually huge, and yeah. then it gets confusing. So yeah, Cortana, the skill will remain, but yeah, but also Microsoft from a unified search perspective, um, they launched it at Ignite, and I've seen some cool stuff. Uh, from a search perspective across multiple products inside of Office 365, I am very excited about what you're going to be able to do with search going forward. Sweet. Is that it for In the News? I think that is all our news for today. 
bumper, bumper, bumper news, eh? Bumper news. Very excited. And right before Ignite in South Africa. So that's cool. Yeah, lots of moving on. Moving on to new features I didn't know about of the week. I think we need to get someone to do that. Not just me saying it all the time. Like someone that's not you and me. Yeah? Yeah, I think we should do that. I'm mandating that. Uh, Okay, but you've already used your... It's, it's Al's mandate day today. This episode is dedicated to me mandating uh, okay. stuff, and that's the other uh, Okay. One. Anyhow, okay. so I've got a customer that refuses to pay for uh, CRM licenses to do stuff. They're tired of spending copious amounts of money. And in so doing, I was tasked with looking for replacement help desk software that fits into Office 365 and, more importantly, SharePoint Online. And there's a ton of them, right? And I find this really cool company called Plum Sale that not only does help test software, but they do a bunch of other ones. They've got a workflow actions pack, a forms designer, dashboard designer, some action stuff, but I'm really interested in the help desk. Now, it's the cheapest help desk product I could find out there. It deploys perfectly in no time, as in like not even 10 minutes, fully functional. So for those looking for not just help desk, but a whole bunch of other ones, and uh, nobody pays us to talk about these products, um, I would really like them to pay us. Um, so if anyone wants us to endorse products, please let us know. Um, we'll give an objective and very biased view towards the product if you pay us handsomely. Um, if you don't pay us handsomely, I'm sorry, we might just rip it apart. But well, coming no, back like to... If, if you have a cool product, and if if you've got a crappy product, you know about it, and then like... Don't don't call us. But if you've got a cool product, like yeah, sponsor us. We're we'll ha- we're always happy to talk about cool stuff. Look, in twenty nineteen, we'll sell our soul for twenty pieces of gold, not silver. Yeah, twenty pieces of gold is a lot of money still these days. No, it is. It anyway. is. I'm, 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 so I'll like, take yeah, that. help help desk software is like always a thing. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I I remember one of my first projects when I started. Your days in Rhodesia. Yeah, yeah. Back in Nam. Maybe I built a help desk software, uh, a help desk system in SharePoint 2007 with workflow <laughs> and pages. Is that where it started? Is that where yeah. it started? Yeah, that, that, I think that was like one of my first proper like forms and workflow solutions. The beginning of the end. Yeah. All and, right, so and people uh, still haven't figured it out, eh? Although oh, well, apparently Plum Sale have got it, have got it locked. They got so it waxed. Go. They got it waxed. And my one question to them is, um, if you can set. Working hours and, and public holidays. Yeah, that is also a thing. Yeah, so that's my question to them tomorrow. But cool. yes, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's dirt cheap, dirt, dirt, dirt cheap. They're practically giving it away. Cool. All Good right. Tip. Good tip. Okay, then my segment is go with the flow. No, 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 no. It's go with the flow. You do it so much better. So this week, just very quickly... <laughs> famous last words <laughs> I, I've done a bunch of, of power app stuff now so I will do it very quickly the planner connection in flow will now let you update the assigned to field which it didn't before which is really cool so now you can programmatically add user assignments and remove user assignments using flow in planner which is awesome so it, it can now really be part of like a a full service sort of thing. You can do some really cool stuff 
using planner to manage tasks and 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 all that sort of stuff and have it sort of automated which is really cool you know that is a cortana skill that you can actually move and do update stuff in planner i cool. saw guys demo at the last that's like, that's awesome that, i'm yeah. i'm not coding against cortana but you could do stuff like uh you, you could have a listen on a mailbox and when it comes in with something that looks like a task, take it out, put it into the planner board and uh, assign it to people. Uh, you could take it out of your OneNote show, um, meeting notes and say like, okay, these are tasks, go take them, put them to planner and assign all the people and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think it's really cool. I think it's really, really cool. It's going to enable some some cool stuff. So that was new, so I just thought I'd talk about that. Not so bad. So, so what were you saying? What were you saying? I, yeah. I didn't get the last like 37 seconds of iron flow and then and you then said something about planner. Yeah, I, I decided to end it quickly so you didn't go into a complete coma. All right. Is that it, Mr. Modlin? I'm, 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 I am. I'm, I'm, I'm almost comatose all time. I, I do think that is it. We have covered a lot this episode and it's awesome. And uh, next week's episode, we'll hopefully have a bunch of cool people talking to us from Ignite. We'll do a rundown, at least, from Ignite. Yeah, yeah. We'll do, a, we'll do an Ignite edition, uh, the next episode of Two Guys and Two Point. Yeah, you could say that the next episode will be on fire. So, until then... It's super lit, bro. I'm too old to say that. I don't think you can even approach I'm it. what, like 10 years older than you or something? Something like that. Yeah, shit, yeah. you're really old then. I yeah. am, dude. Like, I am. I am old. But when I shave, then I look 23, so it's okay. So, all good. All good. Um, so, yes, thank you all very much for listening to us this week. If you want to find us online, you can find our website, twoguysandsharepoint.co.za. You can also find us on Twitter at twoguyssharepoint. I'm on Twitter at oddmodlin and L is at alistapugin. You can also find us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. And yes, we will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. So in other news, uh, my Scarlet Studio microphone doesn't pick up um, me vaping.